Hello. Hello. Oh, hello, Merlin. How are you? I'm very well, Dan. Good morning. Good morning to you also. Mm. <sighs> Feeling good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm really, I'm in the pocket. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure whose pocket. I don't know if it matters at this point. I'm in somebody's pocket. I mean, that's where you want to be. That's a sign of success. Yeah, get get into the groove, boy. You've got to prove your love to me. Yeah, that. Mm, get yeah. up on your feet. Mm. Oh, Dan, mm. here we are again in Spain, and we're we're coming uh, at you again with the back to work program. That's right. This, we're here for to do that. I, uh, <laughs> my, we 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 do that. We do. Yeah. And and like whether you want it or not, I mean, no, if people, like we're here whether you want us <laughs> to be or not. That's clear. It would be self-involved not to imagine that somebody wishes we would stop. But you think there's people out there who are just hoping that we're oh, done? Oh, Dan, everybody's mad about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't you don't find out how much people hate you until you have the opportunity. <laughs> it's it's a bummer. You know, is, it really this, is. is this the last day? Are there thirty one or thirty two days in January? According to my wife, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to be. I'm just trying to be convivial and make conversation. <laughs> Put him over here working with DJ Fact Check, title, and I go, "Oh my <laughs> God, can you believe that Tuesday is already Rabbit Rabbit?" And DJ Fact Check goes, "Meep Moop, Meep Moop." Yeah, actually, that's Wednesday. Now, Dan, that is that is a misconception in some ways, and that is the almost the sole thing that I prepared this week. But it's my my. My misconception preparation. Hmm, that might yeah. be a Stereo Lab album. Um, is good, but then you rush in at the last moments and say that, that you've got a topic, which ex it, well, it doesn't excite me, but it interests me. You're curious. You're a curious-minded person. I'm topic curious. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I just want you. the people on The Last of Us to be happy. Are you caught up? I finished episode. Three last night, yeah. late last night. Isn't that so a hell of a thing? What a what a sh what a story! Uh, I never played the video game. Mm -hmm. it's I really never, good. you know, I never did any of that stuff. So this yeah, is all I, new to me. Like so much of the best content these days, it comes from via my kid. <laughs> video game. And again, people, can we start using via correctly? Via when you you via con dios. via con dios with God cone and dios. You know, when there's lightning, you know, it always brings me down. And, um, that was stupid, but, um, but, um, you Giga know, we comedy. used to say in the days, in the days, there's probably, you know what, if you look into the, the links for this episode, which you can find it back to work.limo, I think you'll see in there at least one via. Now, let me explain something to you dingalings on political Twitter. Like when you're, when you're trying to pump up the, uh, the, the recent work of other people at a paper you work for and you go, oh, you know, whatever, like a uh, HomePod announcement has been delayed because of the or, or like oh speculation about debt ceiling and then you go like via name of person they use that as by i'm sorry by by and large yeah like like in wally they right. say they say via to mean by and that's not what it means no via means how you learned about it and then that that that's what uh um i assume mufasa calls the circle of life I never remember which one Mufasa is. Is that Jeremy Irons? No, he's he's Snarl. What's his name? Crag, the bad guy, the Prince I, John character. That's yeah, uh, played I, I by Jeremy. Mean, Irons. I don't know. What, I don't know. Um, fine, my kid, because uh, we were both we were all three watching this, and 
in fairness, you know, my wife slightly least of all, but still. But the three of us all lost our goddamn mind. Like, it was so, my kid was losing it and was already on whatever it's called, Our Sad Story, whatever the fan fiction site is. Yeah. Title. Um, already trying to come up with some, some Murray and, uh, and Ron fanfic. Because um, you knew that's out there. That's got like Spock and oh. all over it. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the yeah. subtext is is text is text is text. And and you would you know you never know. But um, I mean I don't want to spoil anything. But it's different from the game. That's for sure. Is it different from the game? Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah, play the yeah. game? No, but I watched my kid play. Okay, that's the same thing. Um, I so my kid's on Last of Us One remastered right now. Um, the thing he recently finished that I adored was um, Life is Strange. So, like, when I first got a PS4, um, a friend of the show, John Syracuse, was very kind to help me sort of get set up and get my... What he said is, don't, don't read the Wikipedia page on Journey. That's what he said. And the, you know what I did as soon as he said to that? I immediately went and read it. Oh, I was, I was specifically told, I will give you advice on a PS4, how to set it up. I will give you advice on the games that you should get. I will give you, but you are forbid. You can buy Journey, but you are forbidden from playing it until you're better at video games. Mm. And don't don't even look at Destiny. Don't even look over there. If you want to earn your purple nightgown and and your, uh, Isn't that, I think it's basically the same game, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 You no ride different. around in a, in a Ku Klux Klan outfit. You, you're going on a camel, a horse with no name. You're riding through the desert, and there's something involving flags that I still don't understand. I don't like video games, but I don't like to make a big deal about it. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Funny thing though, my kid was so, it's a long story, but we bought I had bought Last of Us Remastered on disc like a pretty long time ago. Hard disc? And I I'm, huh? Bernoulli? Oh, oh, like you talking about Caterpillar Drive? One ping only. <laughs> I um uh, <laughs> Caterpillar Drive. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> you got your crazy Ivan right Literally here. Literally three people, including the two of us, understood they that. They just talked about it on uh, ATP this week. And oh. I, I did. I also love that movie. No, it's no, no. But I, it's I, a great, I horrible a movie. Oh, man. It knows what it is. Yeah. Um, it knows what it did. But um, I was talking about what... Oh, oh, so the two things to close this is that, first of all, um, last, like a Sunday night, because my kid is extremely online... It was like, shows me, holds up this tweet on his barely lit phone. I run everything full blast all the time and I can still barely see. I can barely see anything on anybody else's phone. And, and the kid holds it up and it says something along the lines of, finally, gay men get their own San Junipero. Yeah. yeah. That wonderful episode from Black Mirror um, with the girl from uh, Halt and Catch Fire um, and, and Station Eleven. Uh, and then, so I was telling... Uh, Squidward about how my kid was was playing. We well, so long story short, I had to finally figure something out because RPS four. I guess you can have one and only one instance of a skew, and mm-hmm. because I'm just my guess, but yeah. like because we didn't have the disc, even though we bought an online version, it wouldn't show up. And and so I'd said, oh yeah yeah, uh, Billy's having a really good time playing um, playing The Last of Us, you know, part two, and and like he was like, stop the recording right now. Ride your dumb scooter. I'm paraphrasing here. Ride your dumb goddamn scooter to the house and take the controller out of your child's hand in, until the, he's ready to play from the beginning. Yeah. And I was like, look, you have a kid who's 15. They know everything or they think they know everything from TikTok. It's like it's like if if the Dunning-Kruger effect created an app in China. Everybody <laughs> thinks they know everything. And um, 
but anyhow, I really, and, and I had been, I just left the room. John had said, you know, the thing about these games and the thing that perhaps I would not be able to get because I haven't been, quote, a video game person. What was the last video game I got super into? Yeah, oh, before we. Wii Bowling, obviously. Yeah, like, I am sure. extremely good at Wii Bowling until they changed the mechanic and screwed everything up. But, um, no, no, but I, I mean, like, in, in the 80s was the last time that I was deeply into video games. But he's like, you know, he, I was like, can I, should I just watch a run-through of, like, The Last of Us? I just want to watch the story, you know? He's like, no, 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 you got to play it. But watching my kid play is really fun. I, I can say, I'm here to say, Life is Strange, I thought it was very well done. Have you ever played that? No, I haven't played that one. It's one of the story games. Like, the ones he set us up with from the beginning, he's like, yes, Last of Us is, is obviously, like, very well, very good and famous. Uh, you know, and basically it was him telling me really good games that, I, that no one in my household was ready to play yet. That's where I learned about Shadow of the Colossus, Life is Strange, uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, um, and all of those. But, yeah, I like those games. I don't, you know, I if don't want to... If you want to really derail your kid, this is some... You know, we, I would we offer love to derail my kid. Nothing would give me parent, more pleasure. Parenting yeah. advice here. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things you can say to your kid, especially when they, they feel pretty confident or even a little chuffed about what they're talking about, uh-huh. you just listen to them, you nod, you're like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm, huh? and you say, well, that's what you think. Mm. And just leave it. Does that just work don't, for you? Yeah. I mean, honestly, really? Yeah. Yep. Because it, it didn't yeah. just a little, it's inception. You're inceptioning just enough doubt. Then the next day they'll be like, "What? Oh, well, you said, and they're, now they're waiting for the kick." I yeah, get it. Like you said, that's what you think. Like that's what you think. What do you mean? Well, just, I mean that's your opinion. That's all. It's just it's your. A, opinion. It seems a little bit passive aggressive. Very effective. No, very passive aggressive. You're passive aggressive. I'll try it, <laughs> but um, you know, um, um, I don't know where this first came up, but it's become, uh, as I like to say, instrumental in my life. I don't want to be right. I just want to be happy. I think if more people were honest with themselves, they would give away the number of times they have to be right about something in exchange for being happy about that or, or about something else. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always trying to leave room for the human heart. And I don't, you never know what's going to, what your kid's going to imprint on. No. I've told you before about uh, December 25th, 2010, a date which will live in infamy, the greatest Christmas ever. I guess I was doing okay well at the time or something. And like my kid got so much really good stuff including like the Ikea kitchen, which is maybe the greatest children's toy ever. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't ha- who doesn't eventually wind up with one of those? You oh my have God, it. and sizzles, Dan, like Paris. Um, and, the, it, um, it, it, and, and there's all of that, but you know what my kid remembers? What my kid remembers about December 25th, 2010, grand old age of three years old, mm. is that that's the day daddy was trying to get Buzz Lightyear out of the wiry package into which he had been affixed. Mm. And it's the first time he remembers me saying the F word. Merry Christmas. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like they say in Equus, you know, moments snap together like magnets. You know? Like tears who, who, in rain. Like tears in rain, uh, not tears in the rain. Stop saying that. Um, you know, who lives, who dies, who tells your story is my thought on that. Um, so San Junipero, very good. I'm enjoying The Last of Us. I still, I, I still think Chernobyl. I mean, it's not yeah. even a couple. Chernobyl is like. So I, just, I, I, I say to anyone in our audience, I've given up trying to convince people to see it because at this point I've way oversold it. Mm. But then the guys on the watch in a very hilarious move, uh, given the release of a uh, show I like, um, I think it's The Ringer is the name of the network. But it's these, uh, Chris and Andy, these two guys I like a lot, who are longtime friends and indie rock guys. Oh, uh, Brady's bits. Uh, you know, uh, Andy is the guy who wrote a really good book on emo. 
and uh, and he likes Skyder by Voices, and they all like the same music. They like the Philadelphia Eagles, which is weird. But anyways, mm. and they finally did an episode on Chernobyl, and they were exactly as over the moon about it as I continue to be. It's a very weird to be 56 years old and occasionally turning on, like, oh, I think I'll watch the third episode of Chernobyl tonight. I, uh, I think Chernobyl is one of the best things that we've seen on television in the last decade easily. I said on the internet a couple weeks ago, and the, the, this is the kind of tweet that I enjoy and almost no one else does, which is fine, but I was like, I feel like those five episodes of Chernobyl are like three of the best movies of the last 10 years. And I don't mean the episodes. <laughs> right? I don't mean individual episodes. I mean the oeuvre called season one, which is, I don't think there's going to be an electric boogaloo. But the um, but those five episodes are like, they. I would put that up, up against so many of my favorite movies. Either, yeah. you know, quarter mile, quarter mile, you know, or, uh, you know, uh, just in some. Anyways, um, so it's, it's an exciting time. There's a lot of things to watch. And, and you have a, did you have a topic you wanted to share? It I mean, sounds like I, you might have something about automation. I do have a little something about home automation and, and things like that. And I, I thought that that's something you know a little bit about. It's something I've been doing a little research about. And uh, there's a reason for it. And that is I'm moving. Uh, we're getting a new house and I want to start. It's like scorched earth. Are you going to get rid of the other one? Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't really want to maintain two. Yeah, but like Lydia Tarr has her own apartment that she keeps. Yeah, it was, she stubbornly refuses to let it go. Well, that's where she goes when she needs to work or or, or, or donk some uh, skirt. Or play some accordion. Hi, <laughs> Balloona. Wouldn't that be funny? That would be, be great. funny if you hear this very somber, like a, maybe even like a concertina, like yeah. one of those little funny French sailor accordions, yeah. Yeah. like in a cartoon. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it's just this melancholy song. And then it's her just sitting there with a glass of wine playing yeah. my Bologna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good show. Dan. Yes. Topic me. All right. So... In the, you're moving. In, oh, moving. And so you're thinking about the load-bearing walls of well, your it's a scorched. It's a scorched earth situation. I'm starting. I want to start from scratch. I want to mm-hmm. leave nothing. I want to leave nothing behind. I want to start from scratch. I have, you know, I have a handful of these smart devices, but I want to walk into this cold. I want to do the right thing. I want to set myself up for success. Right, right. And I want to be... Instead, of, know, like, instead of like applying hacks to yeah. a situation where if you'd planned earlier, you might have been able to do something more profound. Yeah, and I'm not bringing a lot of stuff, so there's really no baggage. It's not like I'm showing up and I've got this kind of light bulb and this kind of switch and how do these play in a HomePod and a you thing. You don't have it's the technical nothing. debt. I've got like. no technical debt. Yeah. got nothing. i got nothing. Okay. So I'm walking into this. Is this I'm sorry, is this a pre-existing home? You're not building a house from scratch, right? No, no, it exists okay. already in the world. Okay. Um, you know, as... as um, as high says, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm walking in on my knees proposing. Mm-hmm. So I've got really any, I can do anything. <laughs> Turn to the right. <laughs> I can do anything. So you can do, any, you can do anything. The world is your oyster. You don't yeah. have to eat the oyster. You can just throw it at your kid's head. And I want to start out the right way. And yep. I don't, you know, I, whenever I talk to somebody, they've got such strong, there are, there is no, like if you, if you, okay, let's say I'm walking down the street, you come up to me and you're like, What's the best phone, smartphone out there? I'm going to say, I, I like the iPhone. 
but you might not like the iPhone. That's not how people answer these kinds of questions. When you ask somebody about home automation, well, oh, oh, let me tell you why, you know, I'm completely in the Apple ecosystem and the HomePod is the thing I use. And this is what When's you need to get. the last time you talked to anybody who's just slightly geeky? Like maybe like, like, you know, an older member of your family level of geeky. When's the last time they were like, oh, I really regret this entire series of decisions that I made about something. Because <laughs> generally what people, in my experience, what people tend to do is something slightly adjacent not cognitive bias, but something adjacent to that where you're like, oh, yeah, I know I always make good decisions, you know? <laughs> right. And I was I, able to distill what I don't like about, so my wife disagrees with me on this, but we're always talking about the dumb, like, status things you go through with oh, people, yeah. where people, you know, we've talked about this, but I said this thing, and she did not agree, but um, I said, I think if I had to distill, it seems like I'm distilling San Francisco down to this issue of confidence in my own wealth or my, or like wait, ways to flex. But I think in uh, realizing this, like talking to other moms and like realizing all this status stuff, it, it is, I think in some ways the, the money part of it is secondary because mm. in your instance here, why is this related? Well, nobody wants to feel like a boob that like, they spent like four figures on something that's been obviated by something that was released a month later. You feel like a dope, right? right. I mean, yeah. how many times have you bought a piece of something? You're like, I really blew that. Yeah. You know what it is? I, I decided the thing that really bugs me is it, it, yes, it is very much that the status flexes, but it is the undeterrable desire for someone to basically demand that you applaud their good decisions in life. Sure. So hang on though, apply that to parenting is the parenting stuff. It's really about, I'm trying to go, you're like, Hey, you know what? My kid, my kid lived to an age and therefore I'm now in a position to give advice to pregnant women. It's like, mm, I don't know, man, really. That's so, that's so sweaty. You're really just asking me to go, Oh my, Oh my God. I admire you so much. Your tear sounds really uh, no, extensive, no, no. No, you know, and you say you can't hold your people. Maybe you're just, you're just always peeing now. You know, anyway, enjoy it. It's such a precious time. Enjoy every moment. Mm -hmm. Decision making. Why am I saying that, Dan? You know why I'm saying it. Why am I asking rhetorical questions? Why are you asking rhetorical questions? What I'm saying is that I think it's not uncommon at all for us to consciously or more often unconsciously, mm. maybe not be touchy or defensive about our decisions, but to feel like you always need to front with, oh, yeah, this turned out fine. Or in the end, I'm really glad I did this and turns out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It sounds like what you're saying is, though, and again, also this relates to Apple in some ways, because what's interesting about Apple, well, we one thing is we know, think what you will about Apple in a given month, they are very much thinking about the future. And whether that's with their phones, obviously, or their the things you strap on your face, theoretically, or whatever. Right. They're not thinking about last year or five years ago. They're thinking about way down the road. And how do we start, as Syracuse would say, how do we start preparing the way for something that's still three steps away? Sure. So it's, it sounds like you're saying not, not just, and you tell me if, you're, if I'm wrong, you're not saying what is the most costly built into the wall system that I can get, but what should govern my decision making in deciding a direction that gives me power and flexibility and aesthetics and user experience that would make this a home I enjoy being in. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's the thing is that there are, there are so many different options. For this. There are so many different choices. There are so many different directions that you can go and you need to become an expert to understand the subtleties of those differences. Mm -hmm. You, you know, and this is, this is one of those things where it's not obvious. And my, my go-to analogy, whenever I can use it is always to go to a car, 
you know, like if, if you're going to buy a vehicle, you kind of go into it saying, like, you're not going to walk in and say, maybe I'm going to buy a two-door coupe. Maybe I'm going to buy a pickup truck. Maybe I'm going to buy a large SUV. You right. kind of know going into right, right. it what you, you kind know you're of vehicle. You're going to buy a crossover fit. SUV you don't need. You know, you, you kind of go into it knowing what size vehicle and what shape vehicle is going to fit into your life. But with something like this, like you really kind of, well, like I know I want to control light bulbs and I know I want to have something that when I plug it in, I can control that. And I know that there's other cameras maybe like you do it's really kind of ambiguous and then it's and not like all these things all play the together. interactions the devil's in the details with the way all these things right. interact yes which is why i was bringing up you know home assistant recently because you know you if you just buy based on the f's and b's that are on the outside of the box right um i mean that's not a guarantee of anything how no. do you i mean and and if you haven't it's 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 funny again dunning, dunning kruger or expertise in general it's difficult to to know what to know until you knew what you needed to know right and you can just go pick up some kind of turnkey operation from ADT or Xfinity, for mm -hmm. example, for an mm -hmm. alarm system. But great. Now I've got a phone that runs on cable TV and I've got a, what is this fake TiVo box? And like, it's the worst of every world that they productized into something they knew would appeal to a dingling like mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. um, Conan O'Brien said something, I think, yeah, it must have been Conan O'Brien, said something a long time ago that I still think is so funny. I think he's kind of underrated as a comic force. Oh, I think he's great. Oh, I do too. But he was and talking he wrote, about... You know, people don't know. He he would like wrote for The Simpsons. He wrote some of the best episodes of The Simpsons. Um, yeah. Some of my well, favorites. Was Holly, I'll find it for notes. Oh, God. I may find it for notes. You can Google it. But there was recently uh, an article. I, I, I hate when they call these things oral histories. It's an interview. But basically talking about the monorail episode mm -hmm. um, and how he pitched it and how mm -hmm. he got it through. And, uh, oh, and you as, as a real head will appreciate, I mean, anybody, okay, not anybody. I grew up listening to the music man on eight track over and over and over. It was, it was next to Mary Poppins, probably the most played musical and by me as a kid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I was always aware that Lyle Landley is obviously Harold Hill. I mean, that's obvious in, in so many ways, but this part I never picked up that I, I now seems so obvious. He's like, I wanted the first half of the episode to be the music man. And if you don't know, The Music Man is about a con artist who goes from town to town um, making parents afraid uh, uh, for, on, for their children and the bad influences and saying that the only way to really get these kids on the right track is to, is to get them in a marching band. Oh, and by the way, I'll sell you all the instruments and the uniforms and all those. And that's if you maybe you'll appreciate one can appreciate the monorail episode more knowing that. Here's what's great, though. I, he talks about how when he was a kid, he was obsessed with, get ready for a name you haven't heard in a while, Irwin Allen movies. Oh. And he's a producer who, I mean, I mean, his name is almost synonymous with 70s disaster films. Where Poseidon kind of, Adventure is the one I'm Poseidon Adventure. Of. Also, The Towering Inferno is a big one where, like, there's somebody, I think in that case it's Paul Newman. There's, there, everybody's celebrating and clinking glasses like it's the frickin', uh, you know, Nakatomi building, celebrating mm. themselves, falling over each other about how great everything is. And there's always one guy who's like, I don't know, man. There's this one thing that could go really wrong. And then the one thing goes terribly wrong, but, oh, my God, the place is already filled with celebrities like Ethel Merman and Ernest Borgnine for some reason <laughs> and so he was like i want the first half to be the music man and i want the second half to be like an Irwin allen movie and they're like we've got to get some kind of a weird guest appearance initially they tried to go with george takei and george takei supposedly because of some kind of a relationship with san francisco transit stuff was worried that he might seem like he's against public transit for being on our episode about a monorail but then they got leonard nimoy 
And I, that is so goddamn funny to me, you know, <laughs> didn't I? It's it, um, when I saw that, and this is and the then, thing then, that people then, have then he dematerializes, he like yeah, transports. He beams it's away. So, he, he beams, beams away. So good. I think that that's one of those things. That's that's when the Simpsons became the Simpsons. In some when ways. yes, when you when you see something like that, and this is something I was talking to my kids about. They were asking me like, "Hey, Dad, like, what was it like in the seventies?" <laughs> And you know what? I was, my kid would ask that, but my kid would ask it more like, what was it like in the 70s or 40s or whatever? <laughs> right, or whatever. Also, I don't really care. Uh, no, they cared, and I was telling them all oh, about really? it. Oh. And I was just, I was. <laughs> I don't believe that no, for a it's second. True. No, it's true. They had lots Ugh. of questions because like, the uh-huh. idea of like being in a world where things are essentially <laughs> the same as they are right now, but just there's it, almost no technology. There's only two pairs of pants in all of uh, Pennsylvania, and everyone had to share them. Right. I mean, there was a lot, if you think about it from our standpoint of like scarcity, the things scarcity. that we have today, like if you wanted to see your friend, you might just go over their house and knock on the door. And as, as a person oh, people just did that as long as yeah. it was before nine o'clock. Yeah. You know, you would, you would be sitting there and like someone might knock on your door. Oh, who's that? I don't know. And you'd answer the door. Oh, it's my friend. Come on in. I've, <laughs> these other two people are here also. Let's like, let's just hang out. We'll do, and you know, we'll drop in. We'll drop in. Drop you know what? In. I wanted to get in touch with someone. I called them. They didn't answer. I'll try them again tomorrow. And maybe days would go by and you just yeah, don't John Mulaney hear has from a funny, someone. John Mulaney has a funny bit about this with phone calls. Like so much. I got to love John Mulaney. He has a funny bit about that. I think it's John Mulaney. But somebody, anyway, some stand-up is talking about how people are so weird on the phone now. And like, you know, a call just drops and nobody calls each other after or whatever. Right. And and he's like, if that happened when I was a kid, you'd think they died. Yeah, they'd be dead. <laughs> you'd be screaming and yelling and calling the police and wanting to file a missing persons report. That's right. The story, I feel like I remember this from the 90s. Conan O'Brien was, who has a, I, I think his bit is funny. I think he's a funny, nerdy guy. And I like his sense of humor. And he's talking about how huge his head is. And he says, I don't really, I don't have a head so much as a case for a head. <laughs> and I always thought that was funny. I think what you're talking about here is you want a case for a life. Like you've got, you've got the case. life. Yeah. How, wait, that's the title, isn't it? Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. A mm. case, a case for a life. Oh, that's good in a couple ways. Um, because what you're, I mean, and again, just because uh, full of beans today, I guess. But yeah. I used to say, as a project, not very good project manager, I would say that like project management is. Well, this is the easiest version of this is the project management is a glass that holds whatever liquid you put in it. It's not the liquid, it's not the project, but it's the glass. Mm. And it's what keeps your project from spilling all over the table and onto the floor. And a case for a life is like you can sort of knowing what you know, but leaving room for Elijah. You have room in the, in the you create a world <laughs> in which you can sort of like ease into how you would like to live. And I mean, that's not considered weird where people are like, oh, should we get a portico in a mud room? And should they be adjoined through the present wrapping room? And all that kind of weird white people crap about the house. Well, people would think about would sweat that kind of stuff. But then, you know, why wouldn't you sweat this a little bit and really think about that combination of how how we live now, how we um, suspect we'll be living in the near future, and then sort of ultimately like, how do I build in an extensible, if I want a smart home, how do mm-hmm. I build it in such a way that it can accommodate both future us and future technology? Right. That's exactly what I'm doing. And that's what you no said la- last time we were talking about this. You said, you're like, well, you're like, I want, you know, you're going to want 
if you get such and such kind of bulb, then you need a little hub for it. Like, I don't care. Like that's yeah. not like that. I have nothing invested in anything else ever at all. It, I, as long I have, as you're getting what I like to call the good one. I want the good one. I want the good one. The good one. Listen, wire cutter. I don't need to know. I, I know how numbers work mostly. I'm not great at arithmetic, but I do understand greater than and less than. Mm -hmm. Telling me to go out and buy the second cheapest one is not super helpful to me. What I want to know is like, on a, I need a matrix. I need facets. I need to know like, I'll, like I said before, I'll take a flyer on some five or ten dollar thing on Amazon. I do not. I was looking at iPads last night. I'm not going to take a flyer on an iPad Pro. The one I've got is great. And I was looking at it last night, and I was like looking at the comparisons, and I was like, this is not worth a flyer for sure. This is almost like, this is literally more more costly than my first car by mm -hmm. a long shot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so where, what direction do you want to take with this? Well, I'll tell you what my sort of overarching goal is. Yeah. <clears throat> and none of this, I think, I know all of these things are things that can be accomplished in a relatively straightforward way. But I think part of what controls the whole, well, before I do that, part of what I understand, and maybe I'm wrong, but part of what I understand controls the experience is sort of what you kind of do have to pick an ecosystem. I was, that's exactly the word I was going to suggest. Yeah. Yes. And, and I think that that ecosystem is either Apple or not Apple. <laughs> and maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong again, but from it, our POV, I think that's not totally incorrect. I okay. mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I, yeah. I want to control things like lighting. I want to control things like music and streaming. I want to have intelligent devices around the house that we can ask questions that will answer the questions. Um, you know, like, that's the kind of stuff. And, I, and then there's a lot of things I don't know what can and can't be done. At the very least, like, turn the lights on by themselves at the right time of day or when it gets too dark or something like that. Like, yes, I, I want that. Um, but then more complicated things like, you know, we taught, we made the joke last week of like, well, when it rains, it's a certain kind of lighting, but you know, like those things would, it would be kind of neat to be able to do that. It would be kind of right, right, neat right. to be able to be on your way home and not walk into a dark house and maybe, you know, maybe have, I don't, can you integrate cameras to all this or is that, mm -hmm. is that a thing that you could do? Can you, is there, you know, it's not like the house is so big that I need some kind of crazy intercom system, but I don't like shouting through the house. Is there something you could do about that? So these are the questions I don't have answers no, I, to. I totally, I totally get it. Yeah. I remember when, um, non, what do they call What do you call the Thomas Edison bulbs? We're not supposed to use anymore. Incandescent. Incandescent. Yeah. Those are the I, only ones. I, I, I mean, I don't even, I don't remember the exact history of this, but I, I feel like I do remember when, what I want to call LED. CFL, what? LED. Come on. Oh, dude, like, it's come along. It's come along way. I know I have. Here's some, the thing. Here's the thing. Like I remember when I first started trying to be a good environmental boy, and I bought those CFL bulbs, mm -hmm. and it looked like everybody had liver damage. <laughs> it's really an ugly, horrible <laughs> color. But you know they did what they could, and I think there's a lot of mercury in them and a lot of stuff. And anyway, I don't want to take on death march with that. But like, here's the thing: you could buy. Talking about a case for a life, you could get the nicest lamp in the world, but. If the bulbs that are available for you to use, this, this sounds weird because you're thinking, oh, Merlin, there's so many light bulbs. But, well, yeah. But if you haven't gotten into this yet, there's different kinds of bases. There's different kinds of – I'm just talking about the physical form factor and, for example, lumen brightness of, of a bulb, right? So mm -hmm. you've got your favorite, favorite, favorite lamp. And if you're like me, you're jacking those up with some serious like 200-watt bulbs if it really matters. Well – what if you found out, let's, let's take the stupidest example that, oh yeah, all you, all you can use on this are these like CFL bulbs from 2002. 
It's like, well, obviously that would suck and it doesn't even make any sense as an analogy. But what about this? Lights that have been available through like Philips Hue lights are pretty great. They're very costly um, and they're not super bright. Is that okay? Well, not super bright in what context? Well, you know, there's different kinds of Hue bulbs you can get. For example, we've got Philips Hue bulbs that are those little weird uh, track lighting lights. They look like tiny little spotlights, right? You can get those. I, what I'm trying to get at is this. It's, it's kind of paradoxical in some ways that, like, if you had the most, to make a ridiculous example, if you had the most tricked out case for a life, like, you've got the most tricked out, like, setup in the world and all your automations work, and, of course, that's a pipe dream that doesn't exist yet, but, because yeah. it's just trade-offs out the ass. Mm -hmm. But, in my case, like, if that leads me into a room where even with six light bulbs, it's still not bright enough for what I want in a given context, that's a bummer. That's, I've thrown good money after bad. So, there's this weird combination of, like, you could almost think of it as a... a a stack. I'm not using that word exactly right. Okay. But like a technology like on, stack, you mean? Kind of, yeah. Cause like, but like on the softest, mushiest, most romantic level of that, you've got what I would just call experience. Like what I want, what I really want is a good experience. And and you are proposing very sane scenarios, which is like when I arrive home, I mean, we don't have to get in the weeds on this, but a good system will have all kinds of context. So it could be, there could be, you could think about ifs and else's that get you to someplace like, well, if it's really, if it's, if the projected low temperature, if it's predicted to be under 40 degrees before 6 p.m. tonight, mm -hmm. turn on my heat at this certain time. Or when I... And this is so many ways to define this problem. And I'm happy to, I'm always happy to argue all day about problematizing how you can do this. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I arrive home, turn these lights on and not those. Okay, but like, what if it's the middle of the night? Do you want your hall light to go on in the middle of the night? Well, no, because no. that might wake my family up. Right. But so, the, but like, how do you get to the experience of things I anticipated, positive things I anticipated happened without my intervention? You can go all the way straight back to something we talked about week after week, the frustration of a voice assistant not working and feeling like a dope. Like if you're going to sink some dough into this, let's even say you're going to spend $500 on this, which mm -hmm. is comically small amount to do the scale of what you're talking about. Um, well, you know, you just want this light bulb that you can turn on and off. Maybe you're in like a little hovel. Maybe you're in like a little Van Gogh room and you just want to be able to go, you know, all on Z. Well, actually he's Dutch. I don't speak Dutch. But the, um, but you know, uh, but, but turn this off. But the quality of life part, the the enhancement is in getting to the end state that you want is experience. Like, I, I, let's, I'll stop problematizing for a second. And if that experience involves stuff like lights, involves stuff like weather and climate, like I've got a weather station, a HomeKit compatible weather station I really like. Um, that okay, kind of that's, stuff a, that's a whole, weather stations are a whole But here's thing. the here's the neat thing about that. Straight out of the box, the... I never have to say this out loud. It's called, I think they're called Netatmo. Who's and the tight? set I got has two inside sense, two or three inside sensors. I also got the one that's got rainfall, wind, et cetera. And guess what? Out of the box, it works directly with Weather Underground. So you can use like in Carrot. I'm Carrot. I'm using, I got the Rain Man account with Carrot. Um, my whole family loves Carrot now. And we are able to use our home weather station as the weather that we get. So it'll augment it with various different kinds of things. But if we want to see how much rain actually fell in our yard, that's right there. Okay, wh why would you need that? Well, 
because depending on what you want, it might be really nice to know that on the one hand, this source of data from Apple weather is predicting that there's this chance of likelihood of rain. Well, then also do that thing that turns off my Eve device that waters the lawn, right? There's, you, you could get way, you could get really up in your own head about this stuff, but it does help to start with experience, like that experience that you and your family would like in your mm -hmm. house, in your case for a life. And it does also, in some ways, because <clears throat> I never want to miss a chance to mention this, take me back to Peter Walsh's wonderful book, It's All Too Much, which on the face of it seems like a book about clutter, but it's ultimately a book about removing the things that have impeded you moving toward the life you'd like to have because of your, not your, but my, for example, kind of unhealthy relationship with objects. And what he's saying is, like, you should come up with a plan for each room. Like, give, me the, give it to me in bullets. Like, what do you want to be doing in this room? Okay. Well, I'd like to have a nice place with the couch where my wife and I can sit before we go to bed and have a glass of wine and watch the fire. And, and instead, it's like, no, that's just where unfolded laundry goes. And my kids sometimes throw up. Well, what would need to change for you to reimagine how you use that space to focus on the experience, right? And if I, you know, in some ways, I feel like if I had to summarize it, and he didn't ask me to do this, he is Australian. But, you know, what do we need to do to... To, to heal or sever bad relationships with objects in our life that are not getting us closer to where we'd like to be. And so, you know, on the one, like maybe highest level is like experience. Like what do you, what are the sorts of things, and we don't have to cover this now, this could be a series, but you know, what are the kinds of things you, you'd like to have happen? And then what are my other layers here? I was just messing with. I mean, do you then, take it, do you take it room by room when you're kind of picking I mean, stuff you don't like have, that? You don't have to, but maybe to borrow a term, I assume from Unix-like operating systems, what is the itch you're trying to scratch? Um, if you're me, it's useful to ask, are you just bored right now? For me, it's useful to ask, are you just, do you just, is your, has your buying bone been tickled and you heard about a thing? Mm. Not the best way to enter one of these things unless it's pretty low stakes. Um, but you also don't need to, nobody needs to show you all the blueprints. Like you don't need to go all the way through every conceivable piece of this, but there is as with getting a Synology or an automobile or like, <laughs> say it. Automobile. I just I had myself. to watch that part, like half that movie oh, the other day. It's after so we... good. It's so good. Um, I love the, uh, it's so love, like you can't, I love the athletic woman that he's with. I love her so much. <laughs> on the, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the exercise I mean the, bike. The exercise bike. Yes. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, I'm, I'm, sounds like I'm belaboring this because I am, it's, it's difficult to know what questions to ask without the right amount of context. And I could say to you, for example, like, Hey, you know, I really like nano leafs, but doesn't that really just kind of get us straight back to that problem of defending the things that are decisions. I don't want to defend my decisions. I would like to be useful if I can in helping you think about that. So one aspect of this, just to cut to the chase a little bit here, in terms of the experience stuff, you, you know about all this. You can go read websites. I would say one of, the, one of the things that is coolest about a smart home, which we'll just leave that, you know, unironically, we won't air, ironically air quote that, but smart home, like lights, Lights, in indoor lights, outside lights, spotlights, different kinds of lights, different well, kinds what of about, lights. What about can lights, like lights that are like in the ceiling? And can you? Well, you that's know? a really good question. Can you do something with that? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. It goes straight to that the thing I was saying about like the different kinds of bases. Like they're not all whatever A twelve or whatever, but like you know, if you were to say, for example, well, you could go into your your house that you're I guess buying and like say, okay, well, let me do a quick inventory here of like when I go into this kitchen. I can imagine myself living like this. 
So I want to have an I want to have this this certain specific kind of maybe I want task lighting for when we're doing homework. Maybe I want something a little bit warmer for when you're having sexy time. And you also very much would like to be able to have things like one that I love is the stupidest thing in the world. I have a Eve motion in our bathroom. And between 9 p.m. and 5 a.m., if it detects motion, it turns the lights on to 50% and leaves them on for 10 minutes. Unless, unless, unless the light was already on, in which oh. case it doesn't turn it off. Took me a while to figure that out. That's so you won't get the lights turned off in the shower because she took a 9.15 shower. Um, but you follow what I'm saying? You could just go in and kind of like let yourself unclench a little bit and look around and go like, how do I imagine using this space? I think lights are a good one to start with. And the other part of lights, obviously, or not, is that it's not just like where the light comes from and sort of just like, is it functional? Like, is this bright enough for me to carve a roast? It's also then things like temperature and brightness. And as most of us have learned over the years, for example, when you, the prettier, the warmer, the warmer the light is, the less lumens are produced. So like, I came in here this morning and I just, I want to get straight into business. So I flipped on all of my lights at 100% here, here in my office and, and like 100% like bluish white, mm-hmm. which I could not tolerate for a long time. But, you know, it's telling my brain, it's time to be awake. That's how brains work. Rods and cones, read a book. But anyway, so think about things like that. And I, I mean, I feel like that's not a bad place to start so you don't get overwhelmed with, yeah, what about this? Yeah, what about this? Mm-hmm. There's lots of different... Oh, so, so anyway, so the top layer experience, second layer, I don't know what to call this apart from, hardware is the wrong word for it, but things like what are my options for making this, designing this area to be what I would like it to be? And obviously that does, I, it doesn't hurt to start with something like what's the lighting in the kitchen going to be like and will people hate it? Mm-hmm. But it also gets you into, well, I don't want, if it, my home is truly smart, it shouldn't constantly need cues from me, but it also shouldn't be too smart for its own good. You know, we've all experienced, I suspect, anybody who spent any time with voice assistants knows that sometimes these things are way too smart for their own good. We've given examples here, but that that's one. And um, so the things like, what are my options for things like bulbs? If you are going to want cameras, and there's lots of reasons to want cameras, like you might want a camera, before you even totally get into inside and out, although that's a big deal, it's very normal to want a camera facing out to like where deliveries are or where people are. There's, if you've got a puppy, you like Syracuse, you might want to be able to watch your puppy. You might want to stalk the nanny. I don't know. It's, it's your trip. But those kinds of things can be really cool. But boy, with cameras, is there ever a big divide in how those things operate? HomeKit is okay good about it, but, you know, do you want to resort, if you, like from the beginning, if you wanted to nerd out, I would say well, one hilarious thing you could do mm-hmm. is instead go all the way maximalist and think, look at things like Home Assistant versus Hoobs um, versus various other Raspberry Pi solutions and stuff like that, because you could basically see like what is currently possible for a power user who's not an engineer. Right. It's very much, those are power user things. That's not things, you know, it, it's like people used to make their own hi-fis in the 60s. Like, it's not for everybody. But I don't know. I guess I, more than anything else, I would say no, like... Brian May wound his own pickups. Built he his played own that same guitar his dad piece. and him made. And then somebody stole it and then he got it back. Yeah. So, I mean, I would current, if it were me and you were asking, which it seems like you are, I would somewhat forestall 
getting into the weeds on the lower parts of the tech stack and think about things like experience and just maybe acquaint yourself or reacquaint yourself with like where we are now. And before you ever get into like, you know, matter versus thread versus Bluetooth, LTE versus Wi-Fi versus like for now, those are implementation details at this point in the conversation. Think about like, you know what you could even do is like just if I don't know I'm just speculating mm -hmm. that you would walk into this house and there's no stuff in it or hardly any stuff in it and what's the first stuff you notice like what are the things you notice oh uh, if the electric's on right. like and when I turn this on what's this like whoa no thank you I would want more control over something like this I want more of like a James Coburn James Bond kind of house where I walk in and stuff just happens it's just that once you get to the level of the what just happens that is heavily governed by the platform the platform that you are platforms you're using the hardware etc that mm. was really not helpful and i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but like i don't think you need to commit to anything right now there's a part of me that thinks for sh poops and giggles you might want to just go put home assistant either through a package or docker just just for packages obviously way easier set up I think it's I think it's got a package. It's been a while since I used it. But there's a bit to it to setting up Home Assistant, but it really is a great project. If nothing else, just go look at their wonderful website and you'll start getting an idea of like what all those implementation details can mean. Same way you would maybe go to Stack Overflow to find some line of code. Mm -hmm. You can at least see kind of what's out there. And the beauty of Home Assistant, the downside of Home Assistant is it's a little bit, of, like I said, of a rabbit hutch to to maintain if you're not totally committed mm -hmm. to get the ease another one of these paradoxes to get the ease of experience for you and especially your family that doesn't care about the name of the platform you're using right, sure you're gonna have to do probably um a fair amount of the heavy lifting you're gonna have to be the cto of your house um but yeah um so i would i almost feel like for fun just to even like either go ooh, this is neat or ooh, no way i would get something get a hoops they're not expensive um or install home assistant and once Home Assistant is installed, it's a little, I mean, if Home Assistant is not, if you go from the beginning with Home Assistant, it's a lot easier because um, you don't have to worry about, I mean, it's basically, what was that phrase Syracuse used to use? Like the omnivorous TV box, like you can watch anything on it, this yeah. notional idea of like eventually right. we'll be able to get all of our stuff in one platform, one hardware, one app. And what's neat about Home Assistant or similar is that like you can from the beginning plan that and then think about start thinking in this one platform this is the place where you're going to do a lot you know what you know what hmm. I'm going to say it hmm. I think you should dick around with Home Assistant maybe even planning to not do it but it would be interesting for you to play with the truth is almost anything you buy is going to be fine but is it going to be forward looking does that matter how long do you see yourself being in this house and over that amount of time, how much evolution do you see in, in the case that you need for your life? I'll try to find Home Assistant for notes. Are you okay, Dan? Do we have a sponsor? Um, it was one in the sheet. Should we do it? Yes. <laughs> do you want to do it? No, I'm, I'm very, very angry with this sponsor. Are you? Yes, I'm preemptively mad with this sponsor. We need a fake name for the person that we work with. Uh -huh. Two that I've come up with are either Donna or Patricia, but you yeah. may choose a different one. How about Donna? Donna's good. You know, I saw this in here. Yeah. I don't want to talk out of school. No. There's a product mm -hmm. that was talking about maybe advertising here. And I said, Donna, without reservation, they need to send me one of those. They need to overnight that to me right now. Yeah. 
And I'm not, I, I could say that I'm not mad, but I'm very mad. Yeah. I'm not in receipt of the sponsor's yeah, product. Yeah, and now you're, you're going to sit here and you're going to talk about it. And I'm just going to stay out of it because I'm mad. Dan, tell me about something you like. Okay, well, um, we'll start out this way. Did you know, Merlin, that it takes hmm. 437 billion gallons of water, 253,000 tons of bleach, and 15 million trees to make toilet paper annually? Did you know Woof, that? that is a lot. It's a lot of me. trees. I didn't know that. If they had sent me this product and included a handout, I would be able to say, yes, Dan, I did know that. Well, Instead, I'm sitting here wiping my ass with trees like a freaking caveman. I, I, I mean, I'm going to tell you, Merlin, that wiping with... <laughs> Dry yeah. paper or wet wipes contributes. You know how the countries look at that and they're like, what are you doing? 30 million annual cases of hemorrhoids. And I and only half of them are yours. I was going to ask. Yeah. Okay. I, it I also leads had to some things, of those. To things yeah, like it's UTIs. like a bowl of grapes down there. U UTIs, infections, disease. Mm -hmm. Disease. Diseases. Diseases. Diseases and all kinds of itching and pain. Q-U-A-R. <laughs> Dan, what's the yeah, product, please? Crazy. What's the product, please? But what if I told but. you that just one pint of water <laughs> per use but. could change your game in the bathroom? Well, hold on to your butts, Merlin, because oh. there's a company here mm -hmm. that they're making something called the Hello, <laughs> the Hello Tushy Bidet. Mm -hmm. You've been around yeah. for a while, but if you're just hearing about it now, uh, give your household the loving gift. Of a tushy bidet for this tushy Valentine's bidet. Day, Merlin. Don't you associate? That's so funny. So, this was so Valentine's Day. That was my pole dancer name. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Tushy Bidet. That's right. Well, let me tell you what this Yo, does. I want one. I feel like I need. We all need to have one of these. I definitely want to try one of these out. It, here's the thing, Dan. Mm. I went and I looked at their goddamn godforsaken website. I spent like an hour on the website. Yeah, and I super want. Well, there's one in particular I really want. I'll, I'll take any of them. Right. Oh, oh, please, sir. Can I have more? Look at me. I'm freaking Oliver Twist out here begging Fagin for a little. Megan Fagin. <laughs> <laughs> My dog loved those. Begging Fagin. No, that's not Fagin. <laughs> that, and it sounds like John Candy, but it is not John Candy in those It sounds like John Candy. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I have, I remember very specifically the first time that someone with whom I'm acquainted talked about a bidet was Scott Simpson. And Scott Simpson was talking about being in Japan where they've got a lot of these these little boys. Yeah, and I mean, he, everyone I, in Japan uses these. I thought it sounded these. so weird until, until I went to my in-law's house and I sat down on their bidet. Mm -hmm. And nothing's been the same since. No, I'm chasing the dragon it. now, Dan. I, every well, time let me I'm explain in there, what this thing does for our non-European right, right. listeners. Okay, it uh -huh. washes your butt with fresh water. Fresh water. You get way cleaner than with toilet paper. <sighs> and then you just sort of pat dry, okay? Yeah, just like that. It attaches to your existing toilet bowl, and you can get it if you got you get a round bowl. They got one. You get an elongated toilet oh, bowl. Oh, believe me, you I got know, one. I'm, uh, you don't need I, an I electrician. I expect it all out. You don't need a plumber. Why do you think you need a plumber? You don't need a plumber. I'm here to tell you, no plumber. It installs in less than eight minutes. I've so, installed things like this before. And in less than eight minutes, though. Well, just for it's worth, I got a water sort of like a non-electric one just as yeah. on a lark once yeah and it was surprisingly easy to install the one that i got was not very nice it, it, had, a, it had a very chernobyl kind of feeling to it <laughs> and just looking at it made me sad but theirs looks very deluxe i i'm just here to tell you that like th these kinds of things are surprisingly easy to install especially if you have a modern house with the reason that people hate tesla drivers 
are oh because boy. they constantly talk, well, I don't ever have to get any maintenance on it. I That's don't ever true. have to get any brake pads even. Also, regenerative I, I like to braking. defecate in beast mode. Well, this is the same, this is the same kind of concept. Mm. You're going to cut down on your toilet paper use by 80%. So you're going to save money. You're going to save the waste. And <laughs> it's not, not permanently. They've got, well... They've it's got not scrapbooking. There's the the tushy bidet <laughs> attachment. They've got tush, an ottoman. They've got a toilet brush. Tushy. They've got stands. <laughs> Sounds kind of like Sean Connery. Tushy, tush, tushy bidet. Don't do it. Mm. Don't do it. <laughs> so there are millions of uh, happy tushy customers that take care of their business the cleaner way. So when you want to have great comfort and a confident Valentine's Day, God, I want this. Just go to t u s h y dot com slash back to work and you're going to get 10% off right now mm-hmm. so one more time hello tushy dot com slash back to work 10% off and I'm uh, I feel like we all need one of these we you need I need oh one. I really need one and I don't, you know what I'm doing right now Dan not to be you're uh, gonna order it you're gonna order it no no I'm <laughs> gonna, gonna sit wait. here and I'm gonna dangle I'm dangling <laughs> listen Dr. Bidet or if I may tushy yeah. Dr. Bidet is my father you guys are monsters. Send me one of these goddamn things. I could buy it today, but I'm not going to because I've decided that I'm mad at you. They've got and different I'm, versions I'm of start this. Using... They've got a classic, oh, a spa, three different kinds. an ace. Oh. You put in, there's a little they configurator. Call it ace in the hole? There, you, there's a little configurator. How many, how many pe- poopers in your house? You put in, and then you say how much, how many times you go a day. You put it in, and it's going to oh, tell I you. I should interview save, my family about this. About you could the, save hundreds the of dollars a year right here. Yeah. How, how bulky are your leavings, my dear? <laughs> Is there bulk to your leavings? <laughs> What's, what, where do they go? If they're gonna work there, it's uh, tushy, they go? hellotushy.com slash back to work. Slash back to work. Our thanks to... You don't even want to say it. You don't even have, Don't say it. You know, this, this, you, don't, you, can, you can make this right. It. Listen, listen. <laughs> listen. Mrs. Ms. Bidet or, or, or they. Um, you can fix this. You can make this right. You can make this right. Cross my palm. Put an ace in my hole. I think they should. I think they should. Right. And I think our, they our will. Thanks to Tushy Bidet for supporting 5 by 5 and back to work. Hmm. Looks really good. Um, all right. Well, well, that's practically the whole show right there, right? Yeah, I mean, we could it? call it a day at that point. All right. Well, or, I'm just, I'm just going to point to this. I had prepared for this. And geez. Okay. Um, long story short, I realized that this is kind of the most basic middle-aged guy thing to do is to like read Wikipedia and like, and talk about it. I know that's like a bit. We could base an entire episode around that. There are whole, practically podcast networks around that. There's also YouTube, which is basically, it's, it's basically Wikipedia with stock photos. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. I uh, I stumbled across this in my readings in the last couple of weeks, and boy, do I love stuff like this. What did I say in the notes? This is, well, first of all, like just to give you the, the setup for how I discovered this, um, it showed up in one of those recommended reading things that I enjoy. And uh, this comes via, this comes via uh, Sam Enright and a very fun post called The Cabinet of Wikipedian Curiosities. Okay. Uh, he says, I've spent a lot of time browsing Wikipedia. It's one of my most common procrastination activities. <laughs> Not me. For some time, I've been collecting my favorite articles presented here for your reading pleasure. And he, he takes you through some of his favorite articles on Wikipedia. And uh, that's in show notes where you can find it. Oh, here's one I didn't know. As you know, and catch me if you can, did you know that Frank Abagnale, uh, his claims uh, to be a fraud were themselves fraudulent? 
I have out. heard this recently. Yeah, there's turns out inside of turns out in almost all of these, and some of these are things you've heard. Probably a lot of things you haven't. But I would I would uh, uh, point you to samenwright.com. You can find this wonderful post. Uh, there was a World Sauna Championships. Uh, Adolf Hitler is a regional politician in Namibia who is not to be confused with Dr. Gay Hitler, who is a dentist from Ohio. Now, these were all really good, like, you know, you, like good curated wackadoo Wikipedia articles, but it also led me to a page I'm almost positive I've seen before, but I'm so digging. This is, this is turns out to the turnth level. Mm. It's called List of Common Misconceptions. Have you seen this page before? No, I have not. Well, it's in show notes, and you should check it out. I highlight a few of these. that. So, I mean, like, okay, what's the very first one? Very first one is that uh, legal tender laws in the United States do not state that a private business, da 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 must accept cash for pe- payment. Adidas is not an acronym for all day I dream about sports or sex or soccer. Um, Santa Claus was not actually an invention of the Coca-Cola company. The classic, maybe one of the classic, the, Sh- the Chevy Nova, cited as an example in so many different things of, like, all sorts of things like bad oh, yeah. market research, cultural, um, not not understanding other people's cultures. You always heard growing up. I always heard, you know, the reason the Chevy Nova didn't sell well in Spanish-speaking com- countries is because it means it doesn't go. Doesn't go. Don't go. Okay, they did not need to. It does mean it doesn't go, but it was easily understood to mean new. <laughs> okay, remember the other one? Um, oh, there's a classic, and I can't prove this, but Pepsi. I think it's something like. Um, Pepsi had a, a thing, you know, Pepsi was just always just throwing crap at the walls and seeing what would stick. And one of theirs was something like, uh, I don't know, something like Pepsi, Pepsi brings life to life or something like that. Like Pepsi brings you back to life. And it got translated in some countries, uh, I want to say in Greece probably, uh, Pepsi Cola brings your relatives back from the dead. <laughs> right. Anyways. Pepsi brings back your ancestors, I think is what it is. Was that Back it? Yeah. from the dead or something like so that. So anyway, this is a very one. long page with so much good stuff. And we just passed this around to each other last night. Uh, yes, you can file a missing person report in fewer than 24 hours. Good to know. Um, a couple I wanted to point you to. My kid pointed out while well, we were passing this around last night, um, there's so many of these with regard to Christianity. Um, the Bible doesn't say it, all of these can begin with Carl Van Hootsing. The Bible does not say that exactly three magi came to visit the baby Jesus. Paul the Apostle did not change his name from Saul, etc., etc. It's better called Paul. There's exactly one for Buddhism. Exactly one, turns out, and I would like to read it to you now. The historical Buddha is not known to have been fat. Oh, the yeah, chubby monk. Think that, yeah. Well, it's not you. The chubby monk. Chubby, chubby monk. I had a chubby monk once, had to go up to the board, uh, known as the Fat Buddha or Laughing Buddha in the West, is a 10th century Chinese Buddhist folk hero by the name of Budai. Did you know that, Smarty Pants? I did, and a lot of people think that 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 is the Buddha because it's so popular and prevalent, but... Mm, It's a Buddha. It's a Buddha, and so Mm -hmm. the the difference here is the the Buddha Mm -hmm. is a reference to a specific person, Siddhartha, who discovered or rediscovered what we know of as Buddhism. And there is a Buddha for every time. And we're in a, I think a time is like 75,000 years. Sometimes there's a Buddha. Sometimes there's a Buddha. Let's say a hero. The difference between a a Buddha and an enlightened person known as an Arhat is the Buddha, the Buddha, discovers or rediscovers the path of Buddhism on their own without a teacher. Just a fact, mostly. Without a teacher. 
Okay. Um, Whereas a Buddha or an enlightened person Mm. becomes enlightened by following that path. And so the Mm. fat Buddha. I have a misconception that doing this show was a good idea. The fat Buddha you're talking about is just a Buddha. Oh my God, please. People do not swallow large numbers of spiders during sleep. They want to know this. A sleeping person makes noises that warn spiders of danger. Female praying mantises do not always eat the males during mating. Just say no. I mean, that's a, that, that, that's a you know, because it's okay for, for her to have, to have a treat sometimes. Yeah. You know? um, let me see if there are any other really good ones I highlighted for you. Gosh, I love this app, and I love that I can highlight things. Oh, this is new to me. Um, swallowing gasoline does not generally require special emergency treatment as long as it goes into the stomach and not the lungs. I think probably the amount uh-huh. matters. Uh, inducing vomit can actually make it worse. I remember hearing that. Um, and this is why I still haven't opened the box with my cat in it. Cremated remains are not ashes in the usual sense. After the incineration is completed, the dry bone fragments are swept out of the re- out of the retort and pulverized by a machine called a cremulator. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met my new friend, Cremulator? Hello. <laughs> that can't be real. It is real. <laughs> that sounds like something ash. from um, from the Transformers. Here's the last one, Dan, and this one I, I hate to I hate to just keep. This is really important for John Syracuse. Antibiotics will not cure a cold. Does they he treat, still think that? I think he still thinks you get a flu shot. A flu shot and, prevents the... Uh, right. That's, that's what he's doing. It says here they treat bacterial diseases and are ineffectual against viruses. I think he's a listener. However, they are sometimes prescribed to prevent or treat secondary infections, like mm. a UTI probably, right? Yes. The mm. United Tech Institute. Mm-hmm. Drink cranberry juice. So, anyways, I kind of went nowhere because he took it really, really far away with that whole Buddha thing. There's well, something about important. airplanes. People want to know this. Anyway, I like this a lot. I think it's really good. Um, oh, ooh, ooh, infants can and do feel pain. They what do? In, human infants? I, I, yeah, I mean, this changes a lot for <laughs> Changes a lot Are you for telling me. me that a human being can feel pain before hu- they can Well, but speak? these are the little, little, little ones, Dan. The little ones, they can feel pain. I, I didn't know I've that. I've never that... heard the core or the, what would you call that? The um, obverse of that? I, I had never that? heard it How said that infants that? don't feel pain. Okay, and then when I click on feel pain, oh, good. That takes me to wiki. Oh, God. This takes me to a Wikipedia entry called Pain in Babies. I'm going to close that. Yeah. So now I've seen Pain in Babies and Pain in Lobsters. Dan, thank you so much for your time this week. Um, do, can, can we uh, potentially, I know, I, I don't know, I can't imagine anybody's interested except me, but I would love to talk more about your home autom- automation world. Do you have enough to, uh, to, to, you know, as they say in England, to be going on with? Do you have I enough to get I you going? I think I have to start with. I think I do. I, I'm going to look it into that. It starts with, uh, with thinking. It starts with Ho- seeing. Hoobie it starts with hoob? imagining. Hoob? Hoobs. Hoobs? Mm-hmm. Hoobs. Yep, yep, yep. Hig hoobs. I'm just looking at this thing. Hoobs. Yeah. Home Assistant, you could you could have it up, uh, well, if you have some configuration time, you could have it up today. Anyways, that's just ideas. Okay, like no, I, I shouldn't read this now during the show. That's I'll pretty far. It's not in the tech stack. It's not. So, like, when I refer, I'm referring in terms of, like, the, the user-facing parts of this, like, the stuff you're, like, how much is this something your family will interact with versus how much is this something that is your problem? Mm. And Home Assistant could be your problem. And it could potentially be your solution. Hoops. Hoops. You just like saying that. Yeah. It's got a nice mouth feel. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, let's button this up. I All love right. You. Love you too, Merlin, man. Mm-hmm.